This is the film wrap up. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us. The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup. We never chill, ask them. When it come to film wraps, bro, we keep it real, that's us. Mic check one, two, one, two. Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of the film wrap up. Once again, I'm one of your hosts, the filmfi himself. And I'm with my brother in crime. It's the rap nerd. What's going on, Phil? Nah, not much, bro. Not much. Uh, another another week, another movie. You know, December, they, for some reason, they decided to dump all the films towards the tail end of the year. But it's all right. We're going to tackle them all like we, we typically do. Yeah, yeah man. So, um, this episode, is, like I said, is a special one. It's primarily going to be The Matrix Resurrection. That's the headline of the show. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. sprinkle in some, you know, nice little topics here and there. Just in case, you know, the main course wasn't enough. So with that being said, you I don't know if anybody knows, but The Matrix is your franchise, bro. Like, you grew up on that. It inspired you a lot. And I know you was hyped for this film coming in. Yes, sir. I already know how you feel about it. But I'm, I'm not sure if, you know, the audience knows. Go ahead, let me let them know, break it down, what you think of the film? Uh, I guess first, temperature check, because I want to see how you feel, because you haven't told me what your, what your temperature was. So, my temperature, mm-hmm. man, um, I'm kind of, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm in different point my period. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, like you said, Matrix has always been a huge thing for me. When the first one came out, that revolutionized my whole way of looking at films, honestly. From you know the cinematography being the way it was, the, the use of slow motion, the color grading, um, the, the 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 you know the Western influence with the action, the hand to hand combat, like mm-hmm. even the idea that it presents about this being a fake world and like blew my mind. Like it made me think, like, are we really living in the Matrix? You know what I mean? So, and, the, and mm-hmm. unlike most people, I know most people hate <laughs> the other two sequels, but. I'm in the minority that I still love um, Reloaded and Revolution. So this franchise is dear to me. And with all that being said, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm indifferent about it, man, because there's certain things, I'm not saying certain things, everybody who loves it, you know, they talk about, you know, the smart aspect of it. And I, I, I understand all of that. So I don't want y'all to think anything flew over my head and I would definitely get into it in a second. And um, But th- there's just another part of it that makes me just like, even though that's true what they're talking about with the concepts there's still a side of filmmaking that has to be done that really didn't appease what i thought was was a great point my period the filmmaking to me is what makes me indifferent about the movie but i still really like the concepts that it presents uh so that's where i'm at uh what about you yo to be um honest i didn't tell you i didn't tell you how i felt or anything like that because i i want i didn't know how you would feel but Mm-hmm. No, I love this film. I figured you I would. I really, really, really love this film. And to be honest, I, I think I like it more than Homecoming. Not Homecoming, I'm talking about No Way Home, bro. Really? Like, the way they wow. flipped it from the beginning mm-hmm. with the, um, well, we're not getting into exactly how it feel, but this temperature, temperature check, yeah, bro, this, it, it was very 2021, like, they updated the Matrix for me. They made it fresh, you know. And, and, and different and and it really really um it stuck with me so mm, okay that's my temperature and it's weird though because like you know uh, psych bro that shit was man 
<laughs> bro, you, you owe me a guy. You owe me an apology, dog. You thought I what? <laughs> Yo, did I not tell you I fell asleep last night trying to watch? I got 40 minutes into this film last night and my head was spinning. I was like, yo, what in the what what am I watching right now? Oh, but but, like, but, man, but I, to be I, fair I, though, to be fair, uh-huh. before you watched it last night, I called you and said that like this movie to me is kinda like uh you either hate it or you love it. So mm-hmm. that's why I said that I, that you that you I could see how I could see how you mm-hmm. could love it because even folks that say they love it, I can honestly understand mm-hmm. why they love it. And I'm gonna get into it when we get you know talk about it, but I can see what niggas mm. hated too, but uh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm yeah, sorry though. Honestly, right? I'm high <laughs> He said, "Oh yeah, I can see. I, I can see why." I'm like, you should have seen my face. Bro. We should have been recording this um video, bro. Nah, um, yeah, I, this movie was terrible. Damn. Absolutely, te- yeah. No, I'm not even. Uh, oh, maybe I like it. Maybe I know this film is god awful, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. This is everything I feared it would be, and then some. Mm. I, I I did not I and I came in because I saw the reviews. Some people like it, some people hate it. I always go into movies open minded. Mm-hmm. I know you, I know how you felt about it, but um, like we had movies that you liked that I didn't like, and vice versa. So I'm like, all right, so I'm still gonna go in there, and my um, you know, open minded and, and and check it out. And then the film started, and, and I'm like, okay, so this is the route they're going with. <sighs> Yeah, man. yeah, um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, uh, see, you're being more savage than me. Like, uh, <laughs> it's probably. I feel like you're being nicer because the Matrix really holds that um that spot for you in your in, in your in your heart and you know like how you started watching film and stuff. Like, I love the Matrix, the very first one. Mm-hmm. The last two I don't care for, but the second one I didn't hate. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people that really really dislike it. I still find enjoyment in the second one. Mm-hmm. The third one, I'll just say it's not for me. But so the franchise as a whole is like an up and down. So uh, it is what it is. I thought. No, you're I, right. I think this movie. You're right. I, I think. Yeah, but, I love it so much. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out. Exactly. Like, like it baffles me. Like I see people celebrating. Like, oh, this is genius. And I'm just sitting here like, where, where, where well, is these... the genius at, man? Like I'm, and I'm sorry for people who do love it, but I'm, I'm indifferent, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I graduated high school uh, quite some years ago. Maybe the term "genius" changed within those um, time frames. Cause uh, yeah, this was the farthest thing for me. But um, I I was really disappointed. But I like I saw this movie. I heard it was announced, and I saw the, tra- the trailer looked pretty good. But when it was first announced, the first thing that came to mind was why. Yeah. And then um, after yeah. leaving, like finished watching the movie, the first thing that came to mind was also why. So, yeah, that's, no, that's temperature check. I said in my review, I was like, this movie doesn't add to, you know, the Lord mm-hmm. of Matrix. So I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't really know why it was made, you know. But I'll get to that in a second. Um, so now we got the temperature check. Is there? Because <laughs> this, this, this is the reverse. I guess mm-hmm. we'll do. What didn't you? No. You want to do what you didn't like first, or what you liked first? Uh, since it seemed like I, I went a little harder in the beginning, I said we could just, you know, talk about the good, get the good out the way, because in my opinion, there's not that many, and then, you know, we'll, we'll tackle the bad. Okay, um, what, 
what did is there anything that you did like yeah um i love the neo and um trinity love story i love that aspect oh yeah um yeah so i'm i'm listen i realized a while ago caught me by surprise that you know i got a soft spot for rom-coms bro and just comedies like romantic drama comedies and stuff like that it really tugs at my at my heart springs it surprised me i thought i was dead inside but you know i guess i was wrong no, but um you know, so, so a lot of us uh, gentlemen like to act jaded, like, you know, we, we too cool for that stuff, but she, I let the waterworks fly. Owen Wilson is the king of them shits, man. Like. <laughs> but, but it's not just rom-coms too, bro. I just like that. My wife got me in the notebook and all that good stuff, bro. So, <laughs> notebook. yeah. Listen, this, this, this is confession time, so. Ain't Anyways, no but, um. My wife got yeah. me watching that. I'm, I did not believe I would be watching. Um, hey. Man, <laughs> If I out myself now, bro, you guys would probably look at me different. But maybe that's for a special episode in one day in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I love the Trinity and uh, Neo aspect, and yeah, it worked. It worked for me for the most part. But I also have some negatives with that as well. But I, I'll, I'll save that for the lore. And and I and I loved how they kind of really boosted um, Trinity. Oh yeah. Uh, in comparison to the other films, because she was doing some shit that I was like, "Well, damn." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Um, it was just fun being back in the Matrix at some aspects. Yeah. Like when um when Neo first awakens and you see him with the cut hair, a beard is gone. It, it really that nostalgia hits you. Mm-hmm. I was it hits you like real, like when's the last time you seen uh, Keanu Reeves look like that? Yeah, like, that's oh, true. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I love seeing that. Um, what else? What else? Good, good, good. Um, the new lead, I guess, because I don't really, I don't feel that Neo was really the lead of the film like that. It was, um, is that Jessica Herwick? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Harnick. Um, Harnick. Yeah, something like that from Iron Fist. Yeah, I feel like she was really the lead of it. She did great, in my opinion. Like, I have no. Uh, gripes with her and in her character you know it makes sense mm-hmm. it was cool I liked it and <sighs> updated cinematography you know put them for, from some aspects just the shots like just no like the imagery like the updated looking robots and stuff like that like being in the <laughs> matrix again looked decent but not how it was shot though huh. how it was shot is a different story when I mean cinematography, that I don't mean like how it's shot. I mean like the models, like the the robotic, um, you know, the updated looks of the of the models and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. You, it, yeah, it, it it looked cool in the '99 when this came out, and I forgot the other ones were. Was it 2001? They came 2000, whatever year. Yeah, yeah, 2000, early 2000s. Yeah, so seeing updated versions of those that that was cool and stuff like that as far as. Things that I like and um, Keanu Reeves being back was cool. Yeah. You know, he didn't miss a step in my opinion. He <laughs> Neo was, was definitely modeled with him, with him in mind. How he talks is just Keanu Reeves and stuff like that. So yeah, um, that's pretty much as far as the positives that I got. What about you? Uh, for me, the positives. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, 
you can do it, bro. Say something nice. See, the thing is, there, there are positives, right? And that's why I'm so indifferent. But with every positive, it's taken away by a negative for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, all right. So, so, so since you said your pot is, I'm going to go ahead and get into negatives and kind of like, mm-hmm. and, and kind of do both of them and why I'm so indifferent. So, okay. I like that the movie starts off, off as being like self-aware, super self-aware. Like, you know, what, what, what's, what's the overused term they use these days? Meta, like... I, I understand mm. like the first half of the movie is kind of kind of like a parody of mm. you know what's going on, but what 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 confuses me though is like it, the first half is like that, but then the second half is like a whole new the, the tone switches completely and it's like its own story and it kind of takes away from the self awareness of the first half of the movie mm. for me and like um so so like it's like I like that part but it it it, it gets taken away for a period you know and uh, I'm, I'm trying like I said I, I, I'm, I'm, I can tell you trying I'm really trying bro because like I said Matrix is, is my is my shit man and it's just it just really hurts my soul to not like this movie that like in the slightest bit mm. um, oh man it's like I don't I, like I'm not gonna come out my mouth and say it's trash like you did <laughs> No, I, and I mean that. I, I typically, I use that trash or um, like garbage for like a film that really, really deserves it. And what, uh, in all honesty, where I really do think this film deserves it. Yeah, I, I, I just don't like it, man. Like, um, mm. you know, I see all the people, you know, it's meta, it's self-aware, you know, it cranks it up, it's brilliant. Mm. But my thing about it is, it's like, when you dwindle that line of, of being self-aware and then you have other bad attributes. I don't know how to take you. Like, for me, mm. for instance, the cinematography to me is terrible. Like, how, let me not say that terrible. God damn it. I told myself I'm never going to say that. The cinematography... What was it? Huh? What did you say? Nothing. Um, I ain't going to repeat <laughs> it. The cinematography is a huge step down, bro. Like, got to uh. be honest here. Like, and it makes it worse because... Oh, yeah, let me say it now. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the movie, go on. I'm getting the spoilers now. But it makes it more apparent when they flash back to old movies, the, the older movies mm. throughout the movie, and you see those scenes and you're like, why does this new shit not look as good? Mm. I mean, the cinematography is not that great at all. The, the, the uh, one thing about The Matrix that makes it so great, especially the first one that we all can agree on, is it, it marries the complexity of like concepts and visual flair. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the beauty of it. it. It hits you in your mind and your eyes too. You know, beautiful cinematography, great action. This didn't have any of that. Like the action scenes were shot extremely poorly. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like the scene that's a callback to like the second fight, the, 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 the big fight in the second movie. You know, with Neo in the room with the weapons and all of that. That's that, you know, you know the scene right. I'm talking about, right? In in, in mm-hmm. um, you know, Resurrections. It is shot poorly. There's like scenes that I don't even know what the hell is going on. Because the camera is so close up on the fighting that you can't see shit. Right, it's, it's either that or it's doing cuts. And then even with the fights, it's like another issue I have with the movie is people talk about callbacks. I'm like, that's not a callback. They're just literally ripping the same thing from prior movies. It's not even different. Like when Agent Smith is like, you know, hitting Neo into the wall with the you know the mad fist. I'm like, I knew this shit was coming. Like that's just not no. That's not a callback. Mm. Like, like, and it's just, like again, this movie to me, the second half of it is literally just a rehashing of everything we've seen before. That's all it is to me. 
it doesn't really do much of anything that's new. It doesn't try to do anything new. And um, oh, man, it's just it's a huge letdown. The music wasn't even compelling. Um, I, it, I mean, the countless amount of flashbacks they show just I don't get it. Like, I, like it felt like a what is, what is it like 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 a a, a self. It's, it felt like a showboat. Like, look what I did. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Like, look, look what we did. You know, having. I mean, like, if they walk in the room to give Neo the new pill, and on, they, they got a projector playing the same scene from the first one. It's just like, what? The the, the whole Morpheus and, and and new Mr. Anderson. I mean, I Mr. Anderson. The, the whole Morpheus and new Agent Smith didn't work for me. Like, Agent Smith, like. Like, you can't just say, Mr. Anderson, and it's going to get me. No, it doesn't work. You're not you're not Hugo Weaving, though. <laughs> like, I love Yaya, but you're not Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. And even with Yaya's performance, like, he went back and forth with being, like, you know, jokingly charismatic to, like, how Morpheus really is. And I didn't understand it. I just, like, what what, what is going on? I do not get it. Um... Oh God! Uh, you can go ahead, man. Like, uh, like, like, what are your your, your negatives? All right. Well, um, I actually agree with a lot that you said, and like one of the big points that you said is one of the biggest issues I had with this film, and that's this film felt very self-indulgent and very, very forced. Like, I feel like it force-fed you everything that you needed to know, and that's yeah. one of the cardinal sins of being a direct a good director in my opinion like if me being the audience you don't have to force me and hold my hand on everything and explain it like you should be able to write a scene where you're able to put paste things together and visually you know take it in without being told this is what this is this is what this is and that this in the third and i felt like they did a horrible job and um my biggest issue uh, with this movie, is, it felt like a ego trip, like mm. she, like she was stroking her ego to, because yep. I felt like yep. uh, the Matrix, at least ni- the 90, 1999 Matrix, is not really talked about that often in twenty twenty one anymore. When you hear people talking about favorite action, this, this, and the third, Matrix is solidly like heard of about. You barely hear people bring the Matrix up, so especially from my end of things. So with all the flashbacks, it just it just felt like a ego trip. Like you know, I made one of the greatest action movies of all time, right? Here, look. Mm-hmm. Like, is is that necessary? Mm-hmm. I understand one or two flashbacks, but a whole like hour thirty minutes of the film, <laughs> and then you're doing the exact same, like you said, the exact same scene. It just felt show, like she was showboating, and it was an ego trip, and that she was just trying to show off, and they they didn't, they didn't really serve. A, a purpose and also this plot was extremely convoluted yeah. extremely convoluted it oh man like I I finished watching this movie and I'm like okay this is one of the few films that I could say that's truly purposeless yeah it served no purpose whatsoever it didn't serve a purpose to the three um, Matrix films before because it completely recon retcon, recon whatever that word is what they try to do in the first three films. Yeah, record. Yeah, record. There you go. It's it, it was very disappointing uh, from, from my aspect. 
And uh, yeah, like how they explain uh, having a new Morpheus, new Agent Smith, it, it, it made no sense. And how they explained um, Neo being alive in Trinity, really? Really? That, that's the smartest idea you can come up with. They they pretty, pretty much explained it to you without explaining it to you. And so I I wasn't I didn't like that. And uh, was, uh also they spent a lot of time on exposition exposition. Yes. On stuff that I really didn't Jesus care Christ. about. Oh, God, but it's not even important shit. Like obviously spoiler um, review. Jada Pickett Smith. They spent like a good. 20 to 30 minutes on her character and how they develop strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me this film hasn't released? <laughs> we haven't had a Matrix in 19 years and this is where you decide to spend your time on? Like, like there's so much more you could have, like, really explain, take that time and show us why Neo is even alive to begin with. Like, why? Like, come on, bro. Stop it. Just stop it. Uh, yeah. oh. That really irked my skin. Like, you really think that's what be? I don't know. They said that one of the Wachowskis uh, really directed it, but it felt like somebody that never really is a new director. I'm going to get to that that's later, just... too, after you, your thoughts, because there's something I want to say about that, too. Oh. And that was one of my fears, too. I found it weird when this film was announced. It was only one of them mm-hmm. that was coming back. And the bells, whoo, the alarm rung in my head. I'm like, okay, this is not a good sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not a good sign. And yeah, after watching it, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. One of them had the common sense and the other one was just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's ego time. So yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the biggest issues. And none of these characters was charismatic at all whatsoever. I didn't care for anyone. Every last one of them could have died except Neo. Now would he care? Even if Neo died, he did it already in the third one. It's yeah. And um, as far as how this, oh yeah, the action, the action, the action, the action. Not good at all. I watched Matrix a couple years ago recently again, and I was still blown away at what they did in 1999. Let me give you an example, right? A quick example of that. Mm-hmm. And some shit you didn't see in this movie. You know how I was talking mm-hmm. about the, the, the camera being on close up and you can't see shit or doing a lot of cuts? Right. That scene when mate with the matrix, that scene when Neo gets shot and he comes back, right? In, mm-hmm. in the apartment. And Agent Smith is throwing all them hits at him and Neo's blocking him and he turns to the side with one arm and blocks him. Right. Like, that whole scene is not even a cut, it just happens. Mm-hmm. So you see the hands being thrown and Neo turned to the side blocking. You don't see n- no type of craftsmanship. In regards to the martial arts in this movie, like that, at all, like, at all. And um, oh, you made me, uh, not hijack. You made me think about another thing about the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they shot some of this action with it with such a fast shutter speed, dog. Yep. Like, it, like oh, it, I it, it, that. It, it, it made shit look like live TV, mm-hmm. and it cheapened the hell out of what it looks like. Like it was laughable. I'm like, <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like this one scene when they were all fighting and like uh, Agent Smith throws Morpheus and he falls off the thing and it was in slow motion. That <laughs> shit made me laugh. <laughs> what? Oh, God. What the fuck is going on? Like, why would you, like, what? Why would you shoot the action like this? But uh, mm. that, that, I just wanted to interject that because I forgot that, but that had my bad. 
No, you're, you're, you're spot on in my opinion. Like the thing with me is like, the Matrix, they led the pack as far as spectacle and action. Yes. And this one was them trying to rehash what they did, but nowhere near the success that they made it. Mm-hmm. Like they were just doing the same thing, but the lesser version. That's why I said I found it hard to believe that one of the Wachowskis actually directed this. Like the scene that you were talking about when Mr. Smith was punching on um, Neo against the wall and the, like the fast speed, that was, I'm like, I saw this better in the, what is it, the first or second film yes. than I saw it in a film in 2021. I could literally see uh, in another scene, Neo holding his punches when he's punching Mr. Smith on the side. You could tell he's not really punching him. <laughs> but And I know that's not Neo's, um, Keanu Reeves' fault because I've seen him in the in John Wick series. Yeah. Fighting way better than that than he's doing in The Matrix. So I, mind blown. Yeah. I felt like you could fail in a lot of things in The Matrix, but as long as the action is not one of them. Because this is one of those few, that, well, not the few, one of the action films that are really, it really hinders. It's a break, it's a make or break situation if the action is done right and not right. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it, it was done terrible. In the opening shot, about with, with the video games and all of that, I thought that was that was very corny, mm. extremely, extremely corny. It's yeah, you clearly had I don't know, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, it was, it was it's, yeah, it, I don't know. Seeing Morpheus again, how they explained him, it it's being uh, what is it, one of a, a system that he he created or whatever. It made no sense. Just admit. You couldn't get Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne and just recast them. <laughs> you could have done that. You could have done a better job with that. I was I was extremely frustrated. And um, even the Trinity and Neo that I love so much, she didn't really get introduced until like thirty minutes left into the film. The real Trinity. So this whole time is just a bunch of exposition for nuts for no reason. Mm. It, it made no sense. So it, it, that's why when they finally got back together, it didn't really click like that. It's like. I just saw two hours of complete nonsense. <laughs> so, that, that's, that's how I feel about The Matrix. It was, this is regurgitated bullshit. So. All right, you know what's funny? I'm going to latch on to that in this last thing, if you, mm-hmm. unless you got something else to say about it. But um, So, there's this thing that um, you was talking about. You don't believe that you know they made the film. But here's what I think happened, mm-hmm. right? I think that mm-hmm. they didn't want to make this film. Um. Mm-hmm. Like that first shot, because there's mad like, because to me this movie is pretty much a a, a, a big fuck you to WB and mm-hmm. and uh, IPs. That's that's what this movie wants to say. Like fuck y'all. Like keep it original. Like that's what this movie wants to say. You know, because at the beginning of the scene, like he's talking to you know, uh, Neo, he's like, yeah, we gotta make a a sequel to the three games because if we don't, Warner Brothers will do it with or without us. So we gotta do it. And that line in the movie right there told me I'm like I don't think they wanted to make this movie I really don't think they wanted to make it because of that right there because uh, somebody brought it to my attention fam on Twitter I think his name is uh, Writer's Block I believe he sent me an article about them planning a reboot back in 2019 starring Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. so what I'm guessing happened is they had those plans and then Lana you know, I'm guessing the other sister didn't want to she's like fuck it take it I don't want to do it 
but I guess Lana didn't want to get, you know, want them to make a movie without them. So I feel like she just made a story just so she could be the director, to, to, I guess, to keep the rights to it or something. Um, mm. And I say that, but but that doesn't excuse shit though, because I'm like, you're saying fuck you to IPs, but you turn around and give us a typical movie that's like all the other IPs. Less than typical, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, less than typical. Like, 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 like you didn't do any. Like, like this is a standard, you know, 2021 guns blazing shoot 'em up movie that nobody talks about. And right. even if that was, even if that was the the decision and what they wanted to do, I still feel like it's it's not great either. Like, um, I'm, I'm not gonna buy that. Oh, they made this movie trash because they wanted to prove something. No, it's it's not. It's not a great movie. Sorry, but for, I wanted to say tarnish your name like that. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I definitely feel like this wasn't what they wanted to do. And yeah, I've seen the story about you know she woke up at you know one night and wrote a story about her dad that passed. But I think that's what I was about to bring up too. Yeah, and see, I was just about to bring that up. And see, I think that's true. I think that did happen. But what I feel like is she took that story to WB and they was like, nah, we don't want that. Write something else. Because I don't see any of what she said in, in this movie in that dream she, you know, said she wrote about. I don't see that. I don't see anything about, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's loose connections to what she was saying, to that concept about that. But I just don't see that same, that same passionate, you know, story wrote in, you know, wrote it just waking up. So I think that's, that's what I think happened, but it still doesn't excuse it for being not that good. Well, for me, why I would agree with you, but I'm disagreeing only because The Matrix is not the only film they've done, and they turned a lot of, let's just say, less than good material since The Matrix. So, for the, so that's why when I first heard it was coming back and who was involved, it's not just because it was coming back in X amount of years that it might be bad. It's because I've seen what they've done in that time period. Mm, okay. The majority of it has been straight. Ooh. I'm trying to watch my words because I already went ham a little bit in the beginning, you know. So I just say, yeah. So uh, I, j- I just feel like certain directors at a certain point, you know, they come out hot. Unless you're like the real, real, real top dog, even then they have bad days in the office. Usually burn out, and I feel like yeah, they've, you know, they burnt out. They haven't made something good in quite some time. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I think it is. It's just. Yeah, this is it. You know, happens to the best of them, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, it's disappointed, but I'm very that I'm shocked. I'm shocked that it's as bad as it is. I'll tell you that. I just thought it would be a mediocre, you know, average film, but this is less than that, man. I I really went in there, and I understand the meta craze. Everybody's like, oh, it's so meta. I love it. Okay, sure. And that's that kind of aggravates me. It's kind of like. Let me not say aggravate because people are have you know people can have your opinion, so I don't want nobody thinking like mm. you gotta agree with me. But it's just like everybody who praises it, they always that's, that's the only thing they say. It's so meta, it's exactly. no But I'm like, so so yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna accept it as being good for the meta concept, but everything else is not good. Because like I said, the filmmaking aspect of it to me is the worst thing about the movie. I don't mm. see any effort put in as as a filmmaker. I agree. Like it's just it, it's it's very boring it's very bland it just the, the cinematography is just not good so we're gonna excuse all of that yep. just because it's meta and that's what they wanted to do and that shit right there is kind of like is, is, is kind of aggravates me like for real like but yeah the, the 
my biggest gripe is that it felt so purposeless. Like, this film went nowhere and did nothing. It just retold or redone a lot of what's been done already in the franchise. Yep. Like, can you, can you really sit back and tell me, all right, this pushed the Matrix franchise forward? So I'm le- I, like, I came in there wondering, like, why is this being made? And I left wondering the exact same thing. It's, and um, I, I didn't know Neo was the um, last airbender, bro. <laughs> it's, that's all he was doing. Like, through all his fights and, and, and the last half of it, airbending. I'm like, man, come on, miss no that. Yeah. yeah. So, that's how I felt about the Matrix. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but hey. Yeah, some good. Well, we had this been a spectacular year, so yeah, there is that. And hopefully, when it comes, you know, you win some, you lose some. Exactly. We just loaded about Spider-Man No Way Home, and then you know it was bound to happen. Yeah. All right, so keeping it WB. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they recently announced that uh, Michael Keaton will be not only in the Flash, but he will be reprising his role in Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And Batgirl is said to be in the DCEU because mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons is back. Right. So, what what are your thoughts on that, man? Um. Yeah, this Flash film thing's gonna be a mess, a complete another mess. This news that I heard today that Keaton's gonna be in the Batgirl and possibly, or well, not possibly, that, that's definitely the DCU Batman. Uh, it makes I don't like it. Like I would understand bringing Keaton back for one film, one and done. Nostalgia, great. But then to bring him back in the main DCU going forward as what they said a Nick Fury type. A character, I'm just left wondering who asked for this because I know for the most part it wasn't the fans. No, like how, like how are you studio reps and just be this narrow sided in what you want to do? It makes no sense. You're telling me you have a senior citizen Batman that's to a couple years from going to a retirement home. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like. I don't understand it. Out of all the different Batmans you could have picked to possibly um, mentor a bad girl, you pick Keaton. A Keaton that's older than, or older or the same age as Gordon, that I just. <laughs> saying that out loud, bro. <laughs> oh my god. I don't like this not one bit. Like, Keaton was cool um, in the 90s when it came out, but when I first, um, before I got into involved into, like, this film, Spectral Things, um, I always thought Keaton was extremely campy and cheesy and wacky and stuff like that as Batman, for the most part. Growing up, I still feel that for the most part, but, I, you know, it, it's a lot of nostalgia and it hits in certain aspects. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not asking for this. It doesn't really excite me. It, yes, there's a possibility it could be good if this is the last film that he's in, and then they come to their senses and actually get us a real Batman. But if this is what they're going forward with, not excited. I'm sorry. What about you? 
No, I mean, echo the same sentiment. So I just don't, I don't really get it, man. Like, like I said, he's gonna be older than than Jim Gordon. I don't really know. Crazy. I, I don't understand that. Um, um, I I don't have no hate against Keaton at all, but it just it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I just at all. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why. Like. I don't know, man. Like, and, and this makes my faith for what DC has going on hard because I'm just like, I don't understand it. And I'm sure there are people who do like it because I've seen the, I've seen a lot of people say they liked it. Like, oh yeah, Keaton's back. Uh, so I've seen that. So, I mean, I guess for those people it's cool, but in, in the grand scheme of things, it's just like, what what are we doing, yo? Like, what are we doing? Like, like what? It's just weird to me. And again, we don't know if he's taking over. Maybe it could be like, you know, he, I, who knows how to flash it in? I don't know. Like, maybe he could just be in that movie and then get teleported back. I don't know. But it that that's that's me being like reaching like Dowsim. But um, I just, I don't understand why you want Keaton when you could easily just recast Ben Affleck, you know? He, you know, it's clear he's done. He said like, nah, I don't want to do it anymore because W. He ain't said WB, but because of the, the, the fiasco that went on, he's done. So just recast somebody to play his play his older Batman. I agree. I mean, like like that's the. It may be a little messy, but I mean it is what it is. We've seen it before. We've seen actors get switched over to the next role, um, but still same continuity. Hell, Batman did it. Hell yeah, Batman did the shit. Like, 80, technically, eighty nine to through Batman and Robin are the, the same timeline. It's a bad example, but it's the truth, though. Like, it, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't do that. <laughs> they did. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you can easily just recast somebody to be older Bruce and make it work. But, <sighs> yo. If you're going the old route, what's that dude's name? Is it John Ham? Yeah, yeah, Ham. Like yeah, he was a dude I was like, yeah. he could definitely play him, for real. Without a doubt, he has Arkham, um, Batman down to a T, bro. Yeah. You know what? What's what's a movie I always wanted? The Arkham Batman with him as Batman and um, Willem Dafoe as Joker. I always yeah. saw that. To me, that would that that was, it. That story wrecks itself. That's like that's no way home as Batman. <laughs> Literally. So Shit. yeah. I really hope it's what you said. Like this is a one and done. But from what I read, I think it was like a year or two. I read this. And it seems to be coming true is that, you know, he's coming to Batgirl. He's the Nick Fury type. And also, like, Batgirl. Just come out. Just, just, just right there. I'm going to say why DC and Webby B are just, they got fucked up thinking. The fact that they're, like, a Nick Fury type. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? Batman's going to be a Nick Fury type. What? Why are you even using Nick Fury as an example? Like, no. And I, I, I know WB didn't choose them to say that. But, nigga, if I was a WB editor, I would like, yo, take that shit out. Like, don't say Nick Fury tight. Like, that ain't... No. Like, like you already set yourself up for failure trying to... Oh, okay. You know what? So that just means he's going to be in the shadows in the end of movies post credit scenes and stuff like that Batman doing that like what the fuck is that sense you can't, that can't be your main DCU Batman cause as of right now we have no Superman we have no Batman the two greatest comic book heroes of all time is in flux that's 
insane. I I can't even wrap my mind around that concept. But supposedly, um, Batgirl's supposed to be Batman Beyond is and oh my god. Obviously, we know Batman Beyond and older uh, Bruce Wayne. I I pray. I re- I have no issues with Batgirl. I actually love Batgirl as a character, pretty dope character. And that's my point exactly. She can stand on her two feet without you warping her until Batman Beyond. Those are two separate characters. Let Batgirl get her shine. You could also let Batman Beyond get his shine. Please. Please don't do what I don't. It makes no sense. Because to me, like I said, Batgirl really is a dope character in my opinion. No, she is. You know, it's just a shame that she caught up in all this. And I like the casting too, though. Like it's, I don't know. No, the casting's cool. Like everything is cool. Even even with the Flash having, um, you know, Sasha playing Supergirl. I think that's a dope ass. Like, uh, yo, I feel like yo. she fits the role. Cool. I think she's dope in the role. But I'm just I like, agree. it just sucks that she getting pulled in this way. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. trying to make a, you know trying to take a mess and clean it up and, and she's the kind of end result of that and same with I forgot you know the actress's name but the same with her it's just like oh, why, why we gotta bring her in so, yeah like why, why, you better, why we gotta bring her in on such a messy note like well I'm hoping it's what you said though cause if what you said is what happens like it's kind of like a one and done thing and then it reverts back then I'm completely fine with that all of the negatives that I had to bring up are voided but if this is like it, I can't understand how this works as the main concept of it makes no logical sense. And I've seen some people talking about, oh, there's no way that you could recast a Batman now with Batman out. It would be competitive or whatever. Really? That's the best you could come up with? Yeah, that's stupid as hell. <laughs> that's, come on now. That's stupid as hell. Stop the cap. Nigga, they, 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 they got they got three bat Superman's already out. Like like they got the dude on CW, they got they, they got uh, the other dude Which on CW, too. Brandon Roth. Yes, good show. Uh, Brandon Roth, who who popped up as mm-hmm. uh, the other Superman. And then you got Henry. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's they doing him. But I'm just saying, you got three Superman. Black Supermans coming up. That's what I'm saying. So so how is that going to confuse people? And Matt Reeves has made it pretty clear. Thank God he did too. That hallelujah his movie is not an DCEU I'm so happy about that yes I am yes thank you that's exactly so how are you competing first of all Batman's coming out in like three months three months his film will be uh, like in and done like he'll, he'll, he'll be on to his second movie before a new Batman comes out because I believe Batgirl comes out in 2023 like there is no competing what you clearly know this is separated from the main universe. That's just like you have Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I was just about to say that. Film. Like everybody knows it's different. Exactly. Like, you're about to have another Joker. Yeah. Come on, like competing. Stop the excuses, bro. Just come up with a solid like you could get away with this with lesser known characters. Go ahead, do what you want. Do what you want. But like a character like Batman and Superman, bro, that should be top priority of getting them right first. Like, you can't, I feel like you can't have a successful universe, franchise, without your two pillars, like, done right. That makes no sense. Look at the MCU, bro. Cap and Iron Man. Goat tier. These characters were, oh my god. 
Like, that's how you handle characters. And now look at how the MCU is just flourishing. Mm. Mm. So, that's all I got to say. Flourishing like a motherfucker. <laughs> you damn right. What a year. What a year. What a year. And sticking with the MCU. And them releasing crazy amount of content this year. Hawkeye, their latest release. Mm-hmm. Their finale, I believe, was a couple of days ago, Wednesday, whatever. Um, and yeah, it it did some stuff. What's your thought on <laughs> on the series as a whole? What's your thought of that final episode? Just you know, how are you feeling? Final episode is like uh, mm, it has its moments, but it doesn't at the same time. Um, it was cool to see Kingpin. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's not dead. Uh, a Twitter mutual mutual of mine shared a comic book page with me, and that's pretty much part of Echo's story, um, which has happened. She, well, I don't know if I should say what happens. Yeah, anyways, I'm not gonna say what happens, but that's part of the, you know her arc. So I think that he's not gonna be dead. You can't just kill Kingpin off like that. Um, I don't know. It, it was a typical Marvel for me. It wasn't, you know. Wasn't crazy, wasn't whatever. I don't know. I, I was just kind of like, ah, okay, that, that was an episode, and that definitely was a season. <laughs> like, this is one of the ones that I feel like is a little bit pointless as far as the season goes. Um, it, it, it presented ideas that I think should have been expounded upon. Like, this is one that I think needed like maybe two more episodes because I feel like you know, Yelena and Clint running into each other that should have been an episode on its own to me. Like, you know, they're back and forth, and you know, it ended really quick. And eh, I don't know, like this, 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 this season, this show in particular was just kind of like, eh. It was fun to watch because it was the holidays, so you know it's gonna be holiday stuff. So that aspect of it, I had fun with. Um, but everything else was just kind of like, um, okay, okay, eh, eh, all right. So where are you at with it? Yeah, I feel the same, bro. This um last episode is just like a whole series of dud. Um, a little disappointed because I felt like the beginning of the series they're pointing to or alluding to a great character development with Hawkeye himself, him with um, the hearing aid, and him dealing with the death of Natasha, which completely was put to the side of Endgame and only focus on Tony Stark's sacrifice, and they were finally starting to address that. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and then they also grow Ronan in there, and I'm like, okay, the show's going somewhere. And then, yeah, and then it did not, like I, like you said, this felt like a purposeless show. And this is the first time I could say that about any of the Disney Plus uh, Marvel shows. It felt purposeless because every other um, show had some kind of big, you know, ramifications for the larger MCU. For example, the first one, WandaVision, we all thought Wanda was going bad, and also it introduced, um, uh, what's her name? Agatha? Um, no, the, I forget about her. I know everybody loves her and all that. Oh, you talking about? Um, the black chick with the Monica superpowers. Monica Rambo. Yeah, Monica Rambo. Like, she's being, and she's in a new uh, Marvel movie. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. Marvel title, the, the Marvels or whatever. That's why that's why you know she's in that film. So they use that film as a way to you know 
catapult her into the MCU. I'm like, all right, I got that. And some great and needed backstory and closure with the Wanda Vision stuff. Boom, got that out the way. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they use that as a tool to, you know, to introduce a new Captain America, which is big for the MCU. All right, got that out the way. And then what was the third? Um, Loki, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loki introduced um, variants and also introduced, damn, um, Jonathan Major's character. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Kang Kong. Kang. Yeah. They introduced him, which is going to be in Ant-Man. So that's three shows right now and three really big, you know, Results came out to show, but this did absolutely none of that whatsoever. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> they use um, um, Yelena, um, Natasha's sister, as a one-liner queen, straight comedy, when her character was so much more than that. And I felt, and I and I hold that to the week, uh, week writing from the writers. Definitely that. Because this show could have been, should have been written, written writing, should have been wrote better. And why I say that? To me, I I stick with this ideology that grounded characters make for the best stories are easier to write because you can put them in so many different genres. Because like it's hard to put like um, these bigger than world characters into you know a grounded uh, drama or stuff like that. But grounded characters is easy to do. I thought they messed the ball, but Yolanda, I mean, like, instead of this last episode when it's like 15, 10 minutes when she refuses to listen to reason to Hawkeye, and then every other instance you see her, she's just cracking jokes with, um, um, what was her name again? That's not much I think about the show. Oh, me so much. No, <laughs> the, from Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye, uh, Shit. The the Lady Archer or whatever it out. Yeah, Kate the Bishop, Wait. Kate Bishop. Yeah, they were just cracking jokes all day. I felt like um she's much more than just one liners in my opinion. They could have really did something there with um Natasha sacrificing himself for for Clint and using it for the last ten minutes, which to me had no emotional impact at all because that scene was just god awful. <laughs> and then on the track suits, I was like, you're telling me Wilson Fisk is going to, that's so low key, so sophisticated and suave with the way he does business, is going to use a slow street level team like the track suits, really? <laughs> this must be a different version of, this must be a different version of Wilson Fisk, because that's not the, the one I saw in Daredevil. <laughs> so that, there's that as well. Um, and um, I like Fix for the most part, like in the beginning, let them, let them know it's his, his city and all that, and he ripped that door right off the hinge. God damn. Yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, that. Okay. Was like, yeah, bro. And I, and I read an article where he says, I guess this version and the MCU is a lot stronger than the one that we saw in Daredevil. And uh, clearly, <laughs> and they the door. Uh, clearly, yeah. So, but um, I don't know. I felt his like towards the end it felt very anti-climatic um with him getting you know spoilers getting shot and stuff like that mm-hmm. it, and, and just the fight between him and um kate bishop was just like i i highly doubt that somebody shooting arrows at you are just so focused at the girl that hit you with a car 
you will take the challenge that's right in front of you. She'll she block off the exit and everything. It's just, I don't know, it's like climatic. The Echo character, why are we having a series? <laughs> like, I, I guess it's, it's inclusion, right? You know, all about diversity. Yeah, to, to go for it. But yeah, they did nothing, absolutely nothing for me to um, care about the character. And I'm very disappointed because um, I know Hawkeye gets a lot of crap from being the worst Avenger or the, <laughs> nobody really cares about him. But I, I personally, <laughs> I personally do like um, the Hawkeye character because I felt like there's more to him, especially off of the first Avenger. The, the first Avenger 2012 movie, the conversations between him and Natasha were some of the best and that bond they have. So I thought it was a lot more to his character and I thought it was going to dive into it. And uh, no, this show was, um, it had some highlights. Um, episode, I believe it was three, when he um, broke out from getting tied up by the tracksuit um, out. That scene was pretty fire. That show, episode was fire. Episode um, four and five were, were good as well, but um, it just never stuck the landing and never ex- um, met the expectations that um, and I thought it could meet. So uh, to say the least, uh, the worst Disney Plus show by far. And uh, yeah, highly disappointed. You remember it way more than I did, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it, the the writing was so simplistic. It's hard, you know, to forget. But on the other side, it's, so it's hard to remember. <laughs> True. Like, ah, like, yo, that's Disney fixed that. The sixth episode um, series season orders is not working. The pacing on the show was horrible because of that. Yeah, this, absolutely horrible. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is one that it. it uh, I feel like it definitely would have worked better as like a movie. Like this is like a, 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 a two-hour movie. Like it would have worked way better. It would, but not even necessarily. They could have did a t- like normal shows nowadays, or at least ten episodes. And even the um, what you call it? Netflix is usually nine episodes, and if it's seven episodes, they make sure to give you a full hour. So you could like set seven hours here. Like some of the episodes are like 30 something minutes, 40 something minutes. I'm like, what is this? So inconsistent. I, I don't know, man. Tell me, we added up, it's a two know. and a half hour movie. But if even though it still wouldn't flow right, because that, that would have made for a terrible third act, because they crammed so much in with not enough time to breathe. And the action, man, this action was, oh my God, what the fuck? You, okay, like so someone, right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to call you back out on this one, bro. You, you remember when I sent you? I, I was talking to you about that one episode. I, I said the same exact uh, shit to your ass. Which one? Um, what episode was that? Um, the, the one where I was like, you didn't notice that terrible VFX in this in, in this episode? Oh, that was episode three. I'm yeah. talking, no, I'm talking about like I, I meant the hand to hand action, like when Yolanda and um Hawkeye was fighting. All that shit weak, dog. <laughs> The VFX, like, see me with VFX when it comes to TV show material, maybe I should stop doing that. I hold them to lesser regard because I know they don't have the budget for, um, like, movie budget. So when I see no, that, no, no. You, you don't I, stop doing that. It, like, if you, if you, yeah, use maybe them, I do like, need to use them good and don't use them at all. <laughs> it is that's true. Is. Like, that mm, is true. No, that's why I can't watch like, AW shit. I'm like, it's terrible. See, that's exactly what I was about I, to I say. Can't, I can't do it. I just can't. 
Yeah, but they get praised though, and they're up to season eight of this and that and that. So I'm like, all right, everybody's accustomed to it, like, so it is what it is. Niggas just don't even pay attention to what, but that shit's trash, like. Yeah, I'm so disappointed because I felt like they could have, you know, they could have really done something with that character, like that opening scene when he's in the play, and you know, um, you can see him just reacting to seeing that fake Natasha on stage. You're like, oh, okay. And then you see the air, and then, and then it pans into his hearing aid, goes to the bathroom, Thanos is right, and all of that. I'm like, oh, this is a, a great building block they're going with right now. You could really, really do something with that. But yeah, it just, you know, it got undercut by a bunch of unnecessary humor. Like the tone for this third act was horrible. The three stooges that helped him, talking about LARPing and shit like that. I'm stuck in a tree, help me get down. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Stop. <laughs> Like, you literally jumped off the building in, in 2012 Avengers, like, with no issues, but you're afraid of us. Come on, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He was ready to jump off a cliff of Natasha, but you scared now. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I felt. Like, I, I, I'm so hard at Marvel right now because it has such a, yo, the year they had is absolutely insane, bro. Yeah, it is. All it these... Is. Disney Plus shows and like and movies are all in one fucking year, and then you drop your very last content after dropping No Way Home and it's a dud like this, and you have Wilson Fisk. Like I'm worried now. I'm worried. That's one. That was one of my biggest fears. How can these R-rated characters that was in this phenomenal show called Daredevil, Deadpool, what am I saying? Daredevil translate into the Disney plus ism or Disney isms, whatever. And I don't know. I don't know, bro. I, don't know. I mean, it's like, not going to be the same. I mean, because no, I'm not expecting the same. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you saying that, but I'm just, I was going to elaborate, you know, um, they're not, they're not going to be the same because what they're going to do is, and this is their way, their smart way of, of switch up, of, of like changing it up. None of the Netflix characters, mm-hmm. I think, are going to have their own individual show. They're just going to be intertwined in other shit to make it be like, well, this is them in our universes. And I feel like that's that's the route they're going to take to avoid what, what they was able to do. Like, even Net- like Daredevil, he's not going to have another series. He's just going to be popping up here and there. So Stop. Don't do that. That's what I read yeah. earlier. I understand. I, oh, you, oh, I understand not a show because that's going to come with a lot of weight, bro. <laughs> Trying to compete. With, with, with what they did in the Netflix Daredevil, three seasons of greatness. Okay. Yeah. Give him a little movie. Make it, if Ant Man is able to get a trilogy, and I repeat, if Ant Man is real, able to get a trilogy, there's no way Daredevil can't get at least one film. I don't know. That's what I, I want say. it, bro. That it doesn't even have to be R. It doesn't have to be R, but just make sure it's a compelling story. That has hard hitting action. But also, and, are and, the Netflix shows rated R? Yo, yeah, they're rated R. Uh huh. They are. The Daredevil joints, I believe they're rated R. I could be wrong, but I'm all pretty positive they're rated R. I mean, like, you have um, Punisher in the second season gunning people down left and right. That oh, prison yeah. scene, <laughs> like, blood everywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro, the first season, Wiskin, uh, Wilson Fisk like smashed the dude's head with the freaking car door, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> oh my god, yo, I should watch that. It's, 
Yeah, so like I'm not expecting R. We like nobody should logically expect rated R anything from the MCU that includes Deadpool. But like there's ways to get around with it. Like Daredevil, like introducing with with Spider Man, kick ass action. You already did a good job with that one scene alone, that brick scene. Yeah. And on No Way Home. Come on now. That was dope. That was dope. And even this Wilson, like the strength is showing how strong he is. Okay, that's cool. But the track suit, stop it. He's not. He, he's not working with. Stop. Just stop. That's all I can. That's it, man. I know it's a, it's a long winded, but I had I had high hopes for for this show. I really did. Oh yeah, I'm looking now. Definitely TVMA. That's for sure. Yeah, TV and yeah, that's harder than R, ain't it? Or is that a version of um, R for TV? That's the version of R. Yeah, that's TV, but definitely. There's no way that ain't um, because what they did in that show, man, that show is fantastic. Jesus. Yeah, I clicked wow. on I clicked on the Flash show and TV fourteen. <laughs> TV fourteen, where? I thought it was PG. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's move on. Oh, I feel like this whole man. podcast been kind of like <laughs> let down, <laughs> but I mean, hey, shit happens. Um, yeah, get into a little, a, a little music. I mean, it uh, does. a little music, you know. Um, Alicia Keys just released, I think, her last album for her label, and um, hmm. I'm not sure if it was a space or it was on Twitter, which spaces where you can have like conversations and shit like that on Twitter, hmm. or. If it was some something that Instagram that because you know all these social media places they copy each other so right. I don't know if it was one or the other but she had Hove on there and he was asked a question about verses and he was like nobody can see me I know verses dog you you can't see me like 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 what you gonna do if I perform the Grammy family freestyle like what you you know I was like yeah, he has a point but um anyway I say that to say do you think there's anybody that can beat Hove or anyone that can like yeah, beat him. I'll say that. Beat him. Or, or come with a tie, if you will. That's a loaded question, bro. Because Hove, if not by all, a uh, high percentage consider him the greatest of all time as far as rapping goes. And his catalog is insane. Uh, beat him? I can't say that with a straight face. Because we have to think... If, this man have classic albums, and you're only asking him for 20 songs, bro. 20 songs. Like, he could legit hit 20, like, classics. And it's like, how do you compete with that? So, I want to say no, but I think it could be an interesting battle with only a few people. Okay, answer that one. Um, I say, uh, people think I'm crazy, but I think, because I say this because it's only 20 songs, so... You just have to remember they only have to pick twenty, so I'm going with I say Eminem could could be in, could give them a not it'll, it'll be interesting. I say it'll, it'll be close. It'll be a close battle with him and him. Oh, I say um wow, that would actually be a fucking crazy huh? No, that would be a, a good battle actually. Right. Exactly, him and M and twenty songs. Him and um Kanye. Oh yeah, for sure. Kanye definitely got twenty bangers, easily twenty bangers. Him and Wayne. Yeah. I still got him over Wayne though. I got him over Wayne. I think Wayne and a Drake would be more um, compatible. Yeah. But um but yeah, those three and 
I wanted to put um, Drake in there, but his 20 are hard, but he it's not going to be enough for Jay-Z. No, he going to no Drake to me. Exactly. So, to me, the only people that could possibly is M and uh, Wayne. Like, the the the, the hip-hop nerd in me um, wants to say Nas, but realistically... <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. He, he not, he It'll not. make for a good story, but uh, keeping it realistic, Nas. So, M and uh, Wayne are the only one that could either make it interesting, close, but I don't think you could outright say anyone could beat him, though. Like, his catalog is insane, though. Insane. What about you? Uh, it's crazy. I feel the exact same damn way. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Um, literally, the only people who could bring him smoke are those three huge names: um, Ye, mm-hmm. Wayne. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Ye, Wayne, and um, Eminem. Those are the only three I feel like. Yeah. But it's funny you say you say that though because. Before thinking about this question, I didn't even think Eminem for whatever reason. I didn't even think about him. But really, I really didn't. I, I don't. I didn't think about him um, when the question was asked. But you raise a good point though, because M got some, like you said, twenty joints. If he he could go from yep. Slim Shady LP or hell Infinite to, I would probably say the Eminem show. He got wow. some shit on there. Like, like and also the Marshall Matters LP too, bro. Yes. The, uh, yeah. See, I didn't know. What, I didn't know the temperature on that. Like some people, some people like it. Some people don't. But, um, not the not the newer one, the older joint. Oh yeah, I know yeah, he yeah. made a number two. You know, you're the first one, right? Yeah, the first one. He had the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Matter LP, and then the Eminem show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's between it, between Eminem show and Infinite, though anything yeah. between that. So, yep. if, if he if he pulled one of them joints out, um, I mean, he got he he could pick twenty like bangers from that and shake the room. But, I agree. But like I said, he's about the only person that can get close because I feel like. Hmm. Let me see. I'm trying to think. I'm as long about... we don't play no modern day joints, and if I don't hear no rap, God, I'm not afraid. We good then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shit trash. But I'm thinking. I'm thinking about Wayne. <laughs> Wayne is the one that really has me kind of like. Hmm. Wayne has such a long career though, bro. He 20 for him. 20 for him though. I don't think it's gonna be tough. What do you think, Jay? Gonna get him out of here? No, I don't think honestly out of those three I, don't, I can't say with a straight face that any of them could really beat him but I think they could make it close and even a tie is a stretch but as far as tie I say M or because Kanye bro his first like what three four albums are straight classics in my opinion I mean they are but I'm, I'm thinking about a, a battle though on stage just like letting your shit loose like I think Kanye could do some, yo, could do some. He does. Damage, I, I'm, I'm lying, cause he he got. I damn, really do. I mean, if he plays, we major on stage. Man, shit. Man, that's a hard 20, one to come by. That's it. Twenty songs, bro. That's all you need. But what? Yeah, what stadium music this song? I'm trying to think. But I feel like it's gonna lead to a lot of arguments, cause you can't. What you gonna say? I'm trying to think about what stage, what stadium music, like Kanye could go against Jay, cause Jay stadium music is just a different type of. It's music, man. Like, if that nigga drops, you don't know what you're doing. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what she gonna do with that. <laughs> I mean, we talking about you don't, know, you don't know. We talking about what more can I say? You don't 
We talking about what can I say? Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is My name is I, like I don't know what you're gonna do with that. Like it's, it's it, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of cause Kanye got stadium records, but that the, the, the that uh, aggressive energy is just it's just different, like And then a lot of Kanye best shit got held on it, so it's like, eh. Yeah, that's true. But I, I still feel like... It would be interesting, though. It would. Oh, it would definitely be interesting. I don't think it would be a wash. I still oh, think no, no, no. No. a whole coming on top, but it's... it's. He's... Yeah, bro. Like, him, he hit... J, M, uh, Kanye, Wayne, and even Drake. Like, those are hard people to put competition against. In the versus battle, bro. Yeah. Extremely hard. Cause see, cause then my hove is he got that Jada or but but like multiplied. Mm. Like he, yeah. he he can go toe to toe with you with that street shit, but then hit you with a hit that's just some street shit too. You know what I mean? Like any medium, well, it don't matter any medium it is, he got you. Cause Drake trying to drop some you know, some 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 shit for the ladies. I mean, hope stop him it. With, with, <laughs> Get him out of here, bro. Stop it. I mean, <laughs> like, come on. Please yeah, believe, so, like. Yeah. We're never gonna see a whole bomb versus the No, hell no. He, he, he said it on there, like, I'll never do it, but niggas, you can't fuck with You ain't seen an M1 either, too. You've never seen an M. It might do it, though. Versus it, it might do it. Who would do it? I feel like M, when it comes to rap, M is very competitive. So I feel like he he would he would actually do that. Who wants to get slaughtered like that though? I mean, that's the question. I mean, I don't know who would want to. What Ti gonna put himself in that hat? Because I know Ti think he, he he got hit like yeah, that. He would get smoked. Cause what M is gonna do is see <laughs> see M he low key want to battle rap. So what he's gonna do is. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be loading up his tracks and then he gonna stop the middle of the track and just start rapping. And, 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 <laughs> yup. <laughs> and it's just gonna be over with. <laughs> like, so, I agree. So I don't really know who would wanna stand in front of that. Because mm. Ho probably the only one that could probably shake that off. Like, I ain't better rap with you, nigga. You see who I am? And then just drop PSA and it's like, oh shit. Thanks. That's all your thoughts. Uh, you got any more? Anything else you wanna talk about that you may see? No, I think um, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Um, as far as everything that's interests me this past week. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Well, Ooh, that's that's all she wrote, folks. Yes, sir. I'm tired. I'm hungry. All of the all of the same. Well, I hope you enjoyed um, another special episode yes, of Matrix, Keaton, Geriatric, Batman, <laughs> Hawk, Hawkeye, Hulk. Yeah, what more can you ask for? <laughs> I'm really hoping you tune in to, tune in to these episodes. And <laughs> thank you for the support. And uh, you can find me simply at uh, at Film Fiends. Where do you find me, bro? You can find me at the Rap Nerd JSO altogether. Anywhere, social media, type that into your phone. Yeah, sure, got something good cooking up too. I know you do, bro. Oh, yeah, the pot boiling. Yes, sir. And uh, until next time, we.
We out. Peace. Even though we on digital, we keep it real late, shoot. Bro, we ill with it too, so you know the deal with the truth. We know this field isn't cute, but we got them social skills like the troops. We had discussions about each of the stars. Our opinion makes us leave you in awe. We may talk about the box office numbers and see which movie really beat up the charts. Drama filled, genre films, boom bap down the track rap. Treat the door like a snack pack. We on our bag like a knapsack. Film fiend and the rap nerd. We mean our exact words. Can't forget about the comic side. Guaranteed to make the comics rise. Shout out to all of the listeners. Showing love to my guy and I. We just been doing our job for sure. Putting in work like a nine to five. This is the film rap. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us This is the film wrap-up They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us